Hey guys, welcome back to the Puppet Master Podcast. I'm your host, John. And I'm Doe. There you go. All right. And we're just welcoming you back to the fourth episode of the Puppet Master Podcast, your guide to the unexplained and the mysterious. How are you doing today? Um, dude, I'm, I'm having a great day. How about you? You sound super tired. I'm doing fine. It's a Sunday. The, I, we might be uploading this today. We're recording this. We'll see how that turns out. We'll see how that goes. It is February 4th, 6.01 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> East, are we Eastern Standard Time? We are. Are we Western Standard Time? Why would we be Western? I don't know. Where are we located? On the East Coast. Are we on what in our a secret underground bunker where we do all this research? No, we're in Boston. We're in Boston. Oh yes, yes, we are definitely in Boston. Totally, we are recording this right next to each other, and um, in a Tim Hortons. Yeah, in the very in like the very back. Exactly, yeah. and we're totally not secret federal agents. No, no definitely. Definitely. I don't have anything illegal on me. So I'd like to... <laughs> all right, all right. So I'd like to thank you guys. That rhymes with which. Okay, let's get this started. All right. So before we begin, I'd like to thank you guys because we officially have about 50 views on our podcast now. That's the total views. God um, bless America. God bless America. You guys weirdly really seem to like the Antarctic episode. I, the, the, I don't know why. I figured that would be the least popular one, but that's apparently the most popular one. So, I mean, sure. I didn't think it would work, but it did. So, cool. Thank you guys for checking that out. Um, I'd also like to think, uh, not to thank, but to thank you guys, the few of you that checked out the Loch Ness Monster episode we posted last week. You guys really did not like that. Well, I guess the people that did watch it liked it, but like, like, do audience retention was at 100% for the entire episode, mm -hmm. which is really good. It means that everybody was listening to it like the entire way through. Oh, good. Which is good, but only, uh, only eight people listened to it. Which is the lowest we've ever had for an episode. It's okay, week. man. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. But anyway, anyway, let's get this going. This episode is actually inspired by a viewer that was on the Loch Ness Monster uh, episode. That was our first ever comment. And he said, um, why the fuck do people believe in this bullshit? <laughs> and you know what? Okay. That's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> That's okay. a good question. So the original episode that was supposed to be for this week was going to be much longer and it was going to be an unsolved mystery case. But instead, I figured we go over a shorter episode where we discuss like a real 100% concrete evidence, crazy happenstance that happened with actual evidence for it. That's like irrefutable. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go over to that. So today's episode is going to be about the MK Jeffrey Ultra Epstein program. did not kill himself. Oh wait, what is it? The MK Ultra Pro program. We're talking about MK Ultra today. What is that? Did you never heard of MK Ultra? No. MK Ultra. Um, it's basically. Well, actually, we're going to go about it. I'm not going to tell you. We're going to go over it today. Okay. It, 
is basically uh, the CIA's most famous uh, top secret project that they conducted on American citizens. Oh, okay. Has a little bit of experimentation, has a little bit of blackmail, has a little bit of everything. That's a Damn. little bit of everything for everybody. Pretty, it's pretty famous case uh, that we almost actually did not get anything about. But we did due to the fact that they were really bad at keeping files, which again, we're going to get into. But again, if you guys like this episode, don't forget to rate us five stars and make sure to follow us on Spotify. We are working on the YouTube. I swear we are. It's just that things have been going super busy in me and Doe's life right now. So we just have not really had the time to do that. So forgive us for that. But I swear we're working on it. Yeah, we got drafted to the war. We got drafted. The Yeah, we got drafted to the israel Hamas war. Yeah, pretty tough. Pretty tough out here. Uh, I got yeah, exams. We're, we're on different teams as well. We're on different teams. How do you get drafted <laughs> over there? We see each other across the firing range. Doe, what are you doing? John, what are you doing? <laughs> I got drafted. I got drafted too. The, America's playing both sides, so they always win. <laughs> yeah, for real. Mm. All right, without further ado, let's get into this. Now, MK Ultra was actually a project. So, again, I'm going into this that most viewers pretty much will already know what the basis of MK Ultra is. But it was a project that was uh, preceded from an earlier CIA experimental project that was nicknamed Operation Artichoke, which was changed from its original name of Operation Bluebird. Which, okay. you know, weird names have nothing to do with each Isn't other. Isn't that a food? Yeah, artichoke is in fact a, a food. Yes, it is. And I've bluebird is in fact an animal. Just it's to clarify. They're fine. They're not, they're not that good. I mean, they're fine roasted. But um, what these two? Oh, but if by the way, if you're wondering, you can find all these documents online for each of these projects. They're all mostly declassified. You can find a lot of them. Uh, but anyway, okay. The first project of Operation Artichoke was started on August 20th of 1951 by the CIA's science branch with the assistance of the FBI and other various military branches. Uh, and a bunch of historians argued about what the original basis for this project was. Um, a lot of people argued that the Nazis, it was inspired by the Nazis, as they did something similar to this project in World War II, where they mixed a together a bunch of hard drugs into a crazy concoction to try to make a truth serum. What? Yeah, they did a lot of weird stuff. Um, the CIA com denies this, and one of the few times that they deny or confirm anything to the public, they deny this, and they give out a later reason for it, which, again, we're going to go over. But the purpose, which, again, would be expanded on in MK Ultra, was to brainwash a citizen Oh, that was shit. the express purpose for it. It was they wanted to brainwash it for so what, much though? so. Well, I'm gonna they wanted to brainwash it so much so that common sense, morals, and self-preservation would be completely overridden from their subconscious. And this by base definition, making them a suicide soldier for the American cause. Whoa. So they would basically brainwash an individual 
and then make them a suicide soldier. Oh yeah, by the way, we forgot to say this in the That's intro. So even creepy, though dude. I shouldn't have to say this because again, there was court documents saying that this is all true, but this is all fake. This isn't Minecraft. I do not believe any of this. Ado does not believe any of this. This is all fake. Everything I've said up to this point and everything Fortnite. I'm going to continue saying is fake. Yada yada yada. Yeah, Fortnite cool. Epic Games. Fortnite Epic Games. This is in a Fortnite Unreal Engine mode. Uh but anyway. Anyway. Um, the studies. <laughs> What's your create? Can't wait till we get a creator code in Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Reason. they first began the studies by legit kidnapping people off the street. The in CIA. Order to get, yeah, they actually do that a lot. Um, but they'll they kidnap. We're gonna get into the people they kidnap later. It's quite depressing but they kidnapped um people off the street or in wow. much and in, in much more actually like chill ways they would basically find college students and would be like hey you want to try drugs hell yeah brother but the most prominent that they tested in operation artichoke was weed it was mary jane they also so tried like, a little bit of yeah they just gave weed? out drugs they gave out weed yeah they're just like, here, take all this weed. Well, they also did cocaine and heroin and a little bit of LSD. They tried Shit. pretty much all these drugs. Because at this point in the 1950s, not much was known about them. Oh, okay. And so they're just like, maybe we can use this for something. But the most promising out of this was LSD. And um, this went as far as basically using it on their own willing agents to determine if it had a stronger effect on individuals. Uh, who were aware or effect on individuals who were not aware, which there was. So they would go to some CIA agents that, again, were gladly aware and would take the drugs and agents that were not aware and had the drugs slipped into their coffee and other substances. Wow. The longest agent. Our own government. On record was 77 days on hard narcotics. And he mm. never noticed it. How do you not know? He know he knows that weird stuff was going on, but he thought he was just like going insane. That's so wild to me. So, that so there was just know. there was just some poor CIA intern that was just taking drugs for seventy seven days, and he had no idea. Dude had the best seventy seven days ever. <laughs> the poor guy. Um, but, oh, he knew. He's like, yeah, I'm just yeah, I do. But during this entire time, like they wrote about the guy's experience and he was not having a good dive. He's like, what's mm -hmm. happening to me? He went to like the doctors and tried to get an extended leave of absence because he thought he was like having health issues. But the doctor said no, because this is all part of the experiment. And he was just freaking out every single day. The doctor knew. Yeah. Well, yeah, the doctor was in on it, of course, because like higher ups got the notice and they're like, you cannot let him leave. Oh, but anyway, um, drugs were also, weirdly enough, not the only thing used in Operation Artichoke. Um, they also used sickness. What do you mean? They made people purposely sick. How? They would basically put somebody in a room with another sick individual, wait for them to get sick, and then would try brainwashing them when they're more susceptible. Their line of reasoning was that why this individual is weak and feeble, we can shape the brain as we will it. Wow. And this did not That's work. It was true. thrown away after like a couple tries because it was not working at all. Oh. Uh, at least again, according to some in the document, uh, a lot of this 
every time I bring, whenever I'm talking for this, imagine like a big asterisk whenever I say thrown away or stopped doing it. Because a lot of the time when it comes to these like tests, it will say that. And then we get another document like 30 years later saying that they did not stop doing it. So for well, our knowledge, yeah, pretty much. That's how a lot of these CIA files go. It's like, so it's hey, like not confirmed. In this document, it is quote unquote confirmed that they stop using sickness as a way to try to brainwash people. But again, okay. it's kind of hard when CIA has gone back on their word on that, on their own documents multiple times. So, you know, that just, yeah, that, I understand. They just do that. Uh, the final goal of this was to make any citizen at any time perform an assassination. Wait, what? That was the goal of this brainwashing. It was at any time, Why at any moment. Why would they want them to do that? So, they wanted to do that in order, because this was back during the Cold War. And so they wanted to do it to basically take out communist targets or targets that went against the CIA. Damn. They are like, that's they didn't crazy. Even, they didn't even dude. say it went against America. They said went against the CIA. Yes. Is in the are you sure? Yes. Um, but this was actually not done in American soul, like soil yet. This was done in Japan, Europe, and Asia. More specifically, Northern Asia. So they would kidnap these people mm. off the streets in, a, in these foreign countries and then do it on them. So they didn't do it to Americans? Not yet. Not to the MK Ultra. Oh. This was done in these countries because, in their words, not mine, because they viewed the citizens of these countries as weaker and inferior. Damn, that's sad, dude. Pretty racist, but you know. But they're just 1950s, I guess, you know, you know. Yeah, racism didn't exist. <laughs> it was it, okay. It was the fact. It was the fact. Yeah, for real. Was like, you're not racist? Like, what? What? What are you doing? But it's, anyway, um, what this project ended up showing. Oh, there it is. What this project ended up showing, it actually showed a little bit of promising results in LSD, but not in the way that they really fought. It wasn't really brainwashing per se, but they think that they could have done something with it with how strong the reactions were. So they're like, just like we're not any closer to brainwashing, but LSD is really making people freak out. Yeah. Because it's LSD. I bet. And they're just like, we're going to use, we're going to do this more. So once it began to show promising results, they brought it back to home turf in America. And oh, this is. Okay. And this was after they gave amnesia to almost all of the Operation Artichoke subjects through the use of these drugs. Oh, seriously? They used amnesia. They weaponized amnesia, which is, again, you know, something that this government organization has used before with uh, drugs. But because it's a well-known fact that amnesia. That's so sad, dude. Yeah, but ant, I believe, yeah, I have it right here. Anti-chlorogenic drugs are considered to be the drugs responsible for short-term memory loss. Yep. And also headaches, vomiting. Yeah, okay, I looked up that other one, but yep. It can be done. Uh, it's usually done for medical purposes to help for forget trauma, but at this point they use it to make them forget about them being tested on. Oh, okay. 
Um, but anyway, so they brought it back to America and Canada. And we're going to get to Canada a little bit later because what happens in Canada is really disturbing. I think it, I'd arguably, I argue that it's worse than what happened in America. But first, we're going to go to America because it happened to more people in America and it's more famous in America. So we're going to do that first. Okay. All right. Bet. So ordered by an Alan Doulis and supervised by a Sydney. Gotarlib, I said that totally wrong, but, and by the way, Sydney's a guy. I don't know why okay. his name is Sydney, but at a MK Ultra, oh, yeah, MK Ultra, the official continuation of Operation Artichoke began on April 13th, 1953, which as stated, had the exact same goal, uh, to mind control the citizenry, which, and this exact experiment was to quote unquote used against the Soviets and their allies in order to start a capitalist revolution or topple the government. Really? Yes. They didn't state exactly, they didn't say capitalist revolution exactly, but I figured that's the revolution they would want it. Uh, I don't know why they would want like another socialist revolution because like, again, it's a cold war. Dude, that's freaking crazy um they were inspired they were supposedly again in the document says that they were aspired by the russians actually doing the same thing really yes um because according to them uh the communists were also doing a secret project that involves truth serums and the like and if you believe other people then you know the nazi truth serum in the world war ii but again the cia denies that uh oh and this was also semi-inspired by a Navy top-secret military project where they tried to safely cause amnesia without the use of drugs. Really? Yes. How was that um, done? Uh, you know, sound waves, certain like keywords, psychoindoctrination. Uh, nothing really came of it. Okay. According to them. But, you know, again, the asterisks, remember the asterisks, nothing supposedly came from it. We don't know. Yeah. It. Yeah. But anyway, those are the inspirations. And so they decided to go along with Operation MK Ultra or Project MK Ultra. Um, now, the reason it gave that I just said was, you know, the official reason as to why it was created. But oh, okay. that's the official reason in the document. But in reality, during this time, behind closed doors, the real reason was actually talked by the CIA higher-ups because okay. they lived in fear because at the beginning of the Cold War, they had firm suspicions that their own agents were undercover spies. And so they wanted to make a truth serum to make them really? tell the truth if they were spies or not. Holy crap. And in some different CIA supervisors to see if they had the organization's best interests in mind. So to see if their opinions matched up with the organization's. Oh, okay. Which, again, remember, keep this in mind. It's not America's best interests. It's the organization's best interests. Oh, yeah, right. That's pretty much always a thing you have to include with this. Um, But... And as we continue on, oh, if you're wondering, by the way, after Operation Artichoke, the CIA did not tell any other branches about what they were doing with MK Ultra. They they went off on their own on this project. They did oh, not have seriously. 
Yeah, they did not have any help from the FBI or the army because they knew that they would be, because they figured that they would be mad at them for testing on American citizenry. Yeah. Yeah. But um. anyway, now the vast variety of info we have on this is actually lost because in 1973, the CIA burned the majority of the evidence. Um, because they were going to court over at Project MK Ultra. They were going to court? They were going to court because people have basically been coming forth with their stories of being tested on by the CIA. Um, oh. So they ended up burning all the evidence that they could find. The CIA? Yes. They burned all the projects they could find. However, Damn. due to a major, major error done by one of their people, all of almost all of their project, like a good portion of not all of it, mind you, but a good portion of what they had on the project ended up being in for some reason, like in the economic filing, like the billing filing. It wasn't in the actual research filing. It was in the billing file. Oh, seriously? Yeah. And because of that, we managed to find a bunch of evidence for it. And that's all the documents I'm reading from to do research onto this because they were the only living ones. And couple this with the fact that the researchers ended up also looking at the sub-projects I mentioned for, that I mentioned earlier. This is where we get most of the information from. Alright. Now, again, there's also one more thing we have to note. And as MKUltra spawned a bunch of more projects after this, again by the CIA and by a bunch of other secret, well not, I guess not top secret, yeah we'll just say top secret organizations. We know they exist but you know. Um, now, I'm not going to go over them because this is, again, about MK Ultra, but I do want to talk about them because they're super funny. All right. Um, so the main one was a gun done by the CIA, um, and this one had a budget of $87 million in today's currency. Damn. And this was to use LSD because they were still on LSD at this time to see if they could like use it as a mass hypnosis in the battlefield to basically make enemy soldiers freak out. Seriously, mm -hmm. and and another one in the 1950s, and this one was a more tame one where they tried to do simple hypnosis to see if it could be used to help agents learn info faster and recall information that they lost from amnesia. You know, pretty simple stuff. Pretty simple stuff. Now, however. After this, this is where things start to get nefarious. Okay. Nefarious. Nefarious. They try to get I like nefarious. that word. <laughs> you like nefarious? I like that word. Dr. Nefario. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I'm gonna watch the, I'm gonna watch this pickle with me after dude, this. I'm gonna watch dude. You already know I'm gonna watch the new one. I'm gonna be dressed up in a suit and tie for that, bro. Is there a new one? There's a new one coming out. Yeah, they're making the four no, not. Yeah, they they are. He has a kid when? in it. He has a baby. Gru? Yeah, Gru has, dude, dude, Gru has Gru has sex. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe With it. Anyway, anyway. I don't know when it's coming out. I just know that it's, they're making it. That oh man. They, they make those movies like hot kicks, dude. They come out. There's at least like one every year, dude. Mm. And to drink coffee. Sorry. But anyway, um, at this point, the classic hypnosis and MK Ultra was being switched to drug hypnosis and started going from to what drug hypnosis so it went from like simple hypnosis tricks that you see at like a circus to actual drugs to lsd oh. 
and it switched from helping them remember info faster to try to force test subjects to forget prior memories and make them unable to make new ones for a select amount of time. And this was somewhat successful. Somewhat? Somewhat successful. Okay. Yeah. And at first in the MK Ultra experiments, just like all the other, just like the earlier experiments, they tried a bunch of drugs first. They tried the, they used uh, depressants, which if you don't know, are drugs that literally make you depressed. Yeah. Uh, hard liquor, painkillers, cocaine, you know, the, the typical hard drugs. Yeah. But again, uh, it did, 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 this did not get a desired result that the government won. Or I guess CIA wanted technically. But Ooh. every couple of years, they kind of try to do this, so it makes sense. So they turned back to LSD. Because if you remember in Operation Artichoke, they're like, this one works the most, so we should use it the most. Mm-hmm. But they, at this point in time, they did not know how to get a lot of it. So they tried to basically buy it in bulk um, from a bunch of illegal sources until eventually they found one in Switzerland. Um, okay. So they ended up buying 10 kilos of LSD. Which... 10 kilos of LSD. Which, to put that in perspective, is 100 million doses. Damn. And they did this not oh, just to test. Crap. Not just to test on it, but also to curb the illegal market and to not allow other secret agencies to buy it. Hmm. Okay. But after talking with their higher-ups about this, the higher-ups are like, are you stupid? We're not doing this. <laughs> we're not doing this we're just gonna buy some from switzerland and so they bought some from a switzerland medical fact laboratory uh, under the guise of oh we just want to study this and switzerland was like okay really and, yep and at this point this is when they decided to start targeting american citizens now they decided to target people in their own words people who could not fight back against us Damn. So they targeted prisoners, mental health p- patients, and prostitutes. That's sad. So they were people that could, they could, it's people that they could get away with doing whatever they wanted with, and then nobody would believe them. Uh huh. The longest case of this was a mental patient in Kentucky who was experimented on for 174 days. Wow. And nobody believed his story. They didn't? Nope. Because, like, he's a mental patient. Who's going to believe him? Oh, yeah. Again, it's a prostitute. Who's going to believe them? It's like, it's a prisoner. Who's going to believe them? Right. That's exactly why they targeted those people. Once this was, they got some results from this, but not the results they were looking for. So they moved to government officials, doctors, and their own agents. What the hell? And worst of all, in my opinion... American soldiers who took part in this experiment, not against their will, and were not told what was happening to them, but were told that they would be court-martialed if they did file a suit against the CIA. No, that's crazy. So they were like, listen, we're not good. So they would be taken to a tent. It would be done on them. And then if they tried to come forward with the truth, they'd say, listen, you're going to be court-martialed. If you ever try to file a lawsuit against us, 
That's no, that's how is that possible? It's actually very the government does this a lot. The CIA has a bunch of documents like this if you begin reading it. Now, this all of this messed up stuff led up to Operation Midnight, where the CIA set up several brothels. You know what a brothel is, right? It's a place where it's a it's basically a place where there's a bunch of prostitutes in there and you go in there to, you know, buy and uh, do bow chicka wow wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like a it's kind of like a hotel with, you know, prostitutes pretty much. Um and which we actually have the address of one of them. It's two fifty five Chestnut Street. That's the only one we know about. Oh, um, what's the date? Two fifty five Chestnut Street. That's the address. Okay. Yeah, very real building. Um, now, these were all around San Francisco. In order to attract sad, lonely men who would be too embarrassed to tell the public about what happened to them. Is it in Boston? No, it's in San Francisco. Oh. Um, so, oh, by the way, these were not real brothels. They were CIA, like, uh, they were CIA fronts. Okay, so there was no they were sting operations. Yeah, they were sting operations. So what they would do is that they would lure men inside with the promise of, you know, sex. And then right. they would then put them in a room. And in that room, there would be a one-way mirror. And then promptly, once that guy's waited a bit, they a CIA agent would come inside, maybe sometimes multiples of them, and then force the guys to take LSD. What? And then through the mirror, CIA agents would watch, record... I guess record audio and take notes as the men promptly freaked out. Oh. Other times, these men took it without being told. Basically, they would just slip it in a drink or whatever. And then they would be doused with bright lights, loud noises, and a multitude of other crazy senses like bad smells just to see how they would react to it. Mm -hmm. And get this. They would extend these trips if the subject refused to tell them what they wanted to know. Really? Yeah. So it's just like, it's like, so, but they would like ask some questions, of course, like, um, they would basically ask some questions like for everything from like, what's your deep, darkest secret? Like, what's your political affiliation? What's your sexuality? Stuff That's like that. so creepy, man. And if, the, and if you did not want to answer a question, they would just put you on more LSD. That's so creepy. Now, again, this... Now, the people's being suckered into this, I want to be honest with you, in the Operation Midnight, were army officers that were stationed nearby who, you know, have, probably haven't seen a woman in years and just sad, lonely guys had no chance of a woman. And mm. so, of course, if they ever went... And the CAA didn't really even bother like telling these guys not to tell anybody. Because what are you going to do? Go to the media and say that you try to go to a brothel? Right. And so they didn't For even bother. Yeah. But so weirdly enough, a bunch of federal agents also got tricked into doing it, which I kind of thought was funny. For it was real? just in the document that they were just like, hey, that guy's a federal agent. <laughs> and I, I just kind of think that's messed up. It's also kind of funny. And they would also put CIA agents under it too. But but it was only ones that were under suspicion of treason, which was a surprisingly large amount. <laughs> so they would take their own agents that they thought were, you know, treasonous, and then pump them full of LSD. 
Damn. And then lastly, later on, they would take drug addicts off the street. And they would say, hey, if you take LSD, we'll give you whatever drug you want. Damn. And most of the time, these drug addicts would be like, okay, I want heroin. And then they would take the LSD. And then the CAA would do what I just described above, you know, with the bright lights and everything. Okay. I could not find if they actually gave them, like, the drug they wanted, though, or not. <laughs> Dude, or they would just think they did? I don't think. Honestly, I wouldn't. I don't, I don't know why they no, would. I don't think they did. I don't think they did either. Can you? I feel like it'd yeah, be God, more messed up if they, if they did, actually. That'd be fucking crazy. Now, as part of this project, the Office of Security in the CIA began to use LSD in their interrogations, in their regular interrogations, just to see if it would do anything. Now, if you remember, the project supervisor, Sydney, uh, that I mentioned above, they decided that this was not enough. And they were not using the drug to its max potential, claiming oh. that it should not be used on citizens, but should instead be used on government officials. Specifically, when these government officials were about to go into important meetings or like news coverage or whatever in order to cause them to screw up and to basically make them look like an like a complete idiot in front of the entire nation and therefore make the nation lose like you know lose faith in the leader Uh so it's like a you know propaganda type thing okay in order to test this Everybody in the technical services department tried it at random times with one other person. So how this would work is that basically at a random time, they'd be chosen. They'd be like, you now take LSD. And then they would take LSD. Then they would walk into a room with another person that was not on LSD. And they would be in there for until the trip was over as the other person writes down in their notes what's going on. Oh. And this had a gradual spiral effect. Okay, okay. Where first it was just these controlled experiments in technical services. And then it would become controlled experiments in like every other branch in the CIA. And then it got to the point where CIA operatives would do it to completely other random operatives. Dude, what? They just started this, betraying each this other? This is the craziest part, if you ask me. Like, testing on American people is, again, terrible. It's horrible forcing people to do these drugs against their will is terrible but the cia went against their own operatives that were in the field undercover and would slip lsd in their drinks that's fucking crazy man so like there would be these secret it got to the point where there was a team of cia operatives that would find other cia operatives that were undercover in america for whatever reason and then they would slip lsd at random intervals in their stuff to see if it would have an effect Okay. Damn. This you do one of the most weirdest part. They don't actually have a reason for this in the document. For why they did this. There was no reasoning for it. They just did it. They just fucking did it? Yeah, my personal my personal belief is that it most likely served as a natural but crazy progression of the experiment. As this as like basically putting people their own agents on LSD at random points was just so common to them that they never thought it was weird at this point. What the hell is going on in America? Now, this got so bad and became so common to American CIA operatives that it was not just a hindrance to most of these officers, but 
It was one of their most probable dangers while on the job. Really? That's how bad it got. This even got so bad that it brought attention to the organization and their plans. After many of American agents undercover would be published in local newspapers doing crazy shit. Because, like crazy shit in public because they're tripping on LSD. Shit. So like they would just imagine if you will, you're a CIA operative, right? You're undercover uh-huh. in America. You're like watching a federal agent. You're in a coffee shop. You take a sip of your coffee and then everything around you starts to get weird. Dude, I don't know. I could just melt. <laughs> you probably would like metaphorically melt because you don't know what's going yeah. on. Now, the most famous case of this was by a chemist, a CIA chemist named Frank Olson, who, this is going to sound pretty bad. He, after he was suddenly dosed randomly again with a large amount of the drug, again, not knowing that he would take it. Supposedly, after coming, complaining about how unethical this was. So Wait, he went what? to the higher ups and complained that this whole experiment was unethical. Oh, okay. And after him saying this, he was dosed with a large amount of LSD. No fucking way. And he then committed suicide due no to depression way. caused by the drug's withdrawal. They put wow. so much in his body that he immediately suffered withdrawal effects. That's now, crazy. this is according to Stephen Kinzer, who was the, a journalist that found a lot of the re- a lot of the uh, cases against the CIA in the earlier court hearings. So again, take that as you will. Uh-huh. I think he, I personally think he's a good source, but that's just me. Um, and later, the C- in the court cases, the CIA is not fined for any deaths caused in the operation wow. because there was technically no evidence that there was any deaths, all except for Frank Olson, who his That's, death was. And they weren't charged for that either. No, they were charged for that one. They were charged for, oh, Frank for the, Oh, okay. They were charged for him. But anyway, now that is it. This weirdly enough, this is not to say that part, there was not participants that gladly accepted doing in this experiment as a lot of, as a lot of American citizens, Gladly did it. Oh, okay. There, I guess it wasn't a, it wasn't a lot of them, but there were several individuals that jumped at the opportunity to take hardcore drugs without legal repercussions and paying for it. I mean, how could you pass that up? I mean, yeah, for those drug addicts, they gladly took it. By 1962, the mission was pretty much finished. Um, there was a lot of death, and there was a lot of failed other missions because their agents were tripping out of their minds. Yeah. But weirdly enough, this was not for either of the reasons that they canceled it. They did not discontinue it because the CIA counted, figured that this is too dangerous. We should stop it. Um, or that this was, or like that it was danger endangering their own secret. They stopped it because the drug was too unpredictable. And that they made a different version of LSD that was even more potent. Jesus. Called BZ. Where do you get some? I, I've, <laughs> I wonder, do they, I've never heard somebody sell BZ. I know, do they still sell that shit on the street? I don't, I don't, I've never heard somebody sell it on the street. Me neither. So, 
I I'm being, if you guys have some, please leave a comment. Be, no, 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 no. Your no, phone no. number. <laughs> leave your phone number. The All comments, comments are private. All comments are private, guys. We swear. Not not to Spotify. Oh. <laughs> it, it was basic. I don't think anybody would sell it because it was basically a LSD meant for field work, like Battlefield. So, you know. I don't think yeah. it would work better. It's a more predictable form of LSD. So everybody just starts fucking shooting up that fucking block. Oh, uh-huh. they take it. Uh, um, now this was the end of experiments in America. Okay. At the Good same news. time, the CIA, I guess they decided to franchise it over to Canada. Nice. With the main guy doing it being a Donald Cameron. A man who is no stranger to weird psychological and unethical experiments. Really? He has done multiple, he has done another unethical experiment, which we're going to get into because it also has something to do with, uh, you know, basically, uh, again, with this thing. Uh, Now, also, I do want to say... I, I said this earlier to somebody, and they're like, "You mean Donald Cameron, the United States Secretary of War?" No, not not that guy. I don't know why. You, I don't know why you would think that guy. Who remembers the Secretary of War? <laughs> Who remembers that guy? But no, no, he, he he was an American. He's an American guy, but he basically he was paid over half a million dollars in today's cash to perform MK Ultra at the mental institute he worked at, which was Allen Memorial Institute. So he lived in New York City, not New York City, but he lived in New York and he would drive to Canada to where he worked every day. Okay. So that's what he would do. And that's where he would do his experiments at this college's institute. Now, the weirdest part about the setup that I thought was weird is that David did not know that the CIA was paying him. The CIA was using a shell organization, which is, you know, fairly common for these sorts of things. Uh, basically, the shell company was just funding his research and prompted him to do these experiments that they specifically requested for in order okay. to get a larger grant so for his research. <clears throat> now, I know that the family for this guy is still alive, but still I'm going to say that he's still alive. And I'm sorry for saying this, but I cannot talk, but I just want to say how much of a mad scientist this guy was. He took the money, and he went above and beyond the call of duty. Now, a lot of people like to try to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. Oh, he only he only did what the CIA was asking for, asking of him. Not true. He did more than what the CIA asked him to do. Really? And you know the messed up stuff I said earlier? Mm-hmm. So he not only used LSD, he also used electroshock therapy. What's that? Oh, you don't know what electroshock therapy is? No. Uh, so electroshock therapy is you legit, basically, you tie somebody up um, to a device that produces electric shocks, and then okay. it intentionally triggers a sh- seizure. And Damn. you repeatedly do that to them over and over again until you get your desired results. Damn. Yeah. So you're intentionally shocking people and giving them a seizure, pretty much. This can also cause brain hemorrhages and other a bunch of stuff. Damn. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's still legal in America. Really? The FDA banned it in 2020. 
Um, but then the federal court uh, overturned it. Mm, and nice. so, yeah. And so it's still quote unquote illegal, but it's still legal as long as you get a judicial order saying that it's allowed to happen. So you can still use it. Yay. But they also, he also had his own brand of unethical thing. Some people don't say it's unethical. I think it's unethical. It's called psychic driving. And what psychic drive, he made this himself, by the way. He tested it before the CIA contacted him. And what he would do in psychic driving is he would lock patients in a soundproof room and he would play the same repetitive statement for oh, hours God. on hours again until the patient changes their behavior. What the fuck? So he would lock you in a room where you can hear nothing but the same statement for like 14 hours. And that would progressively make your brain think different. No. Now, all of these, as you can imagine, resulted in terrible outcomes. These being comas, amnesia, forgetting to walk, permanent involuntary urination syndrome, forgetting, forgetting one's friends, forgetting Ooh. one's family, Confusing oh, no. the mental ward staff with their own friends and family, and a bunch of other Whoa. stuff. That is just a short list of it. That's creepy, man. That's crazy how that can even be possible. Now, I know some people are going to say, oh, well, those are just, like, they're mental institute patients. Like, they're insane. So it's like, you know, whatever. Wrong. This may have been a mental institution. However, this was a college mental institution that was designed for college kids with small really? problems. So almost all of his victims were college kids that, would, that were a part of this Canadian college and would come in looking for cures for depression, anxiety, or just to quit smoking. Okay. And he would subjugate them to these experiments, which again would put them in comas, make them forget their friends and family, make them forget themselves, make them forget to walk, permanently make them like unable to control their pee. Damn. Now, you're, if you're wondering what happened to Donald after this, the answer is nothing. He was promoted. Really? He was promoted to the World Psychiatric Association, the head of it, actually. And as also promoted to both America and the Canadian version. Really? And to this day, as of 2023, the families of the victims of his doing are still seeking legal repercussions. Damn. To this day? The court case is still going on. And if you remember, this was in the 1950s. That's freaking nuts. They're still looking for it. And the Canadian government is like, listen... From what I could tell from the case, the Canadian government was like, listen, this was an American, the American government did this to you. We can't do anything about it. Uh, and you also, it's like, where are you going to, uh, that was their original excuse. And now that's been so long since it, they're like, listen, it's been like 60 years. We no longer care. Yeah. Which is, which is pretty terrible, but, um, you know, I, I guess but, I can like, come on, dude. Yeah. But still terrible. Now, arguably, this isn't even the worst part. I said really? it was. I said it was worse than America, but it's not even the worst part. Um, the CAA believed that there was possible enemies in other nations, as you can imagine. Um, uh huh. 
And so they decide to set up top secret detention camps. Oh. In other countries. The fudge. Where they would kidnap foreign citizens. Oh my god. That they believed to be spies. Or just people that they needed to fill a experiment quota. And then they would practice LSD and torture methods on them. And that's the end of the MK Ultra experiments. Wow. Now we're gonna just to pat out this very short episode. We're I can't get, believe that that's actually real. Yep, it's actually it's all real. Now, well, I mean, it's all in Minecraft. It's all fake. Um, now, if you want to get if you want to get juicy, let's go into how people discovered it. It all started. It started at first with the New York Times as they published a story with a bunch of anonymous statements coming forward with their, like with their stories about what happened on operation midnight. Oh, which if you remember was those guys that thought they were going to a brothel. Oh, couple yeah, yeah. Couple that with prostitutes that come forward with the earlier experiments and they came forth with their story as well. And this made the New York times make the claim that the CIA was illegally experimenting on the American citizens in the 1960s, with the article itself being in 1974. Damn. So that'd this be was about like 11 years later. 12 years, yes. 12 years after the experiment was already over. Now, was there a this, lot of backlash? Well, there was technically no real proof yet. It was just these anonymous statements. And so, oh, okay. but people were, of course, still mad about this, and the government took it with as much, like, suit, and the government took it super seriously. Um, at this point, the CIA started freaking out, and they started burning documents. That's... As I mentioned above, and again, some of those documents stayed because of their crappy and, like, filing system. Now, again, the gov federal government was worried by this, so they created the church committee, which teamed up with the Rockefeller committee. Now, the church committee was specifically created for this investigation, but the Rockefeller committee is actually a permanent committee. And it is a committee made for the specific reason to keep the CIA from experimenting the U.S. citizenry. Oh, okay. It was such a problem at this point, they made a permanent committee for it. That's actually crazy that that has to be done. Yeah, but in, so they looked over the documents and to see if there was anything that they could find that's true. It took a whole year for them to go through all the documents. But in the end, they came forward with a report. Which they said, yeah, the CIA experiments on people against their will and also with their will. Now, after this report came out, President Gerald Ford issued an immediate executive order on the CIA. The first time in history that an executive order has been done on the organization, which stated that the CIA cannot drug American citizenry except in the cases that they have consent. Damn. Now, finally, in 1977, the CAA got thrown into the Senate, and this is their court hearing, where the, C where the current director, a Stansfield-Turner, came forward with an additional 20,000 pages that was barred what? from the 1973 burning and admitted that the test they conducted on had no basis on science, and then they got no useful data whatsoever. What the hell? Stating it was all for nothing. That's so, sad. Yeah. Only one death was uh, confirmed, and that was Frank Olson. 
But besides the stipulation on domestic citizenry experimentation by, you know, the president, the CIA was not public, was not punished for this. Damn. The issue in Canada, if you remember me saying it, and that college came much longer, did not come out until 1984. But by that time, it was already too late as Cameron was dead. And his family discovered all of his files on MKUltra. And burn them. Burn Instead them. Of, they burn them for in fear of what would happen if this came to light. Damn. And this created a legal battle, which again is still going on in this day. That's crazy. Where the family of the victims are still trying to seek evil, like actual legal repercussions against what was done to them. That's crazy, man. But the court is still dragging their feet after 70 years. So, yeah. Yeah, that was a bit of a depressing episode. Well, don't go into brothels. <laughs> I think those are illegal in America now. So yeah. It'd be too hard. Except Unless you're Vegas. in Vegas. Unless you're in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're in Vegas, baby. But, I, yeah. That was the end of this episode. I, it was a really quick one. Really quick one. Nice. Just wanted, just wanted to, because again, I figured somebody was just like, oh, who would believe this crazy crap? And I just figured I would say something that, you know, actually happened in Minecraft. In, in Minecraft. Minecraft. In Minecraft. Happened in Minecraft. Not real. Uh, I love my life. Nevada uh, is the only U.S. jurisdiction to allow brothels. Yeah. Yeah. I love my life. Me and Doe love our lives. We would never do anything terrible to ourselves. Half of the counties in Nevada have brothels. <laughs> that makes so much sense, sadly. We will link the addresses. But, no, we will, not, we will not link the addresses. <laughs> all right, all right. So that's the end of the episode. Again, if you guys like this, make sure to follow. And also, check out our Loch Ness Monster episode. <laughs> Please. From last week. Pretty please. That was my favorite episode we did so far. The Loch Ness Monster one. Really? I, I don't know. What was your favorite episode we did so far, though? I like the Antarctica one. You really like the Antarctica? Our viewers yeah. really like the Antarctica one, too, apparently. I That got 20. Dude, that, got, that got 30 views. It was good. That's our most popular episode. I, I, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it. I'm not going to lie. Such a weird topic. All right. Well, anyway, thank you guys for watching. Uh, hopefully this is uploaded by tonight. Probably will be. But uh, yeah, uh, you guys just stay curious. Remember, don't accept LSD from strangers. Right. Um, and well, have a good rest of your Sunday. He's uh, done. Uh, and that's Doe. And we'll see you next week.